Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ray Sick Hosting Podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my co-host, Cubby. He's getting all of his tablet time right now. But we have something so exciting to share with you guys, right? Um, Cubby had the opportunity this past week to join the Junior Special Olympics, and what a treat, right? Like, just what a treat, something just so unexpected. Um, I did not think that we would be crossing that threshold this early at the age of four, but I'm super excited that that opportunity came our way, right? So, um, when... I know a lot of you are probably thinking he's four. How is he able to join the Special Olympics at four? So what's really cool is um, people with special needs or um, who fall into the disability category um, have the opportunity to start joining the Special Olympics from the age of two. Guys, like, it's it's a big thing. It's a big deal. Um... And so from the ages of two to seven, there's like a special program within Special Olympics that allows um, that allows that age range to really work on skills and find what sports they love or what they're interested in, build those social skills and build a network, right? So then they can potentially, hopefully, if you're like a super competitive mom like me who loves sports, they can find something that they're equally as passionate about, right? Like, I did track and gymnastics. That was my thing. Um, did cheerleading for a little while. <laughs> That's probably where a lot of the peppiness comes from. And I'm just so excited to see um, what Cubs will do if he's even interested and in what his natural skills are. Can you get your fingers in my hair? <laughs> um, but yeah, so from two to seven is what they call fundamentals, right? And like I said, that's where they work on like um, running, kicking, jumping, um, the the basics that you need to do any kind of sport, right? Like your coordination, your balance. But they do it all in the sense of like this really cool, fun, Just it just looked like one big field day, right? And I, I love field day. Like I think Cubs has one coming up this year at school, super excited. Um, so one of the awesome um, places that we stopped at was um, like they had all these soccer goals um, set up, right? And they had three different size balls that you could kick into the net. So one of them, like you'll see in this video, Cubs is pushing this huge, massive, like inflatable soccer ball, right? And where in PT we've been working on kicking, that's still a skill that we're working on with him, right? But what was so cool is you would see him, like, roll it. This ball is, like, his size are bigger. And it was just so cute to see him, like, put his force and effort to roll the ball into the net, right? And then they had, like, a regular size soccer ball that Cubs is used to practicing with in PT. The only difference is in PT, we tend to prop it up on something, right? Or tee it up. And then from there, you know, we're all kind of, like, motivating him. Be like, kick, kick, bub. And then they had something, like, even smaller than a soccer ball, maybe, like, a Nerf ball or something like that, which was, like, softer and a different type of sensory input that a child can use and potentially kick that. You know, it didn't take a lot of force for that one. Because um, I had no interest in being a soccer player at that time. He, Like I said, he rolled the big inflatable soccer ball. 
But what, <clears throat> excuse me, he was more interested in being the goalie, right? And I was like, cool, that's fine. Like, he was like trying to block all the balls from going into the, um, to the goal. And it was just so super cute, right? And just, he's a leader in his own way, in his own right, right? Like, even if he sees everybody else doing something, he's going to do what's comfortable for him and what aligns with his needs and his wants and his desires in that moment. And I love that. I love that he's just a, a leader and an agent for change and an agent for leadership, even at this young age. That's, that's something that I love to see with him. It can be challenging at times to kind of navigate and parent, but I feel like he definitely gets a lot of that, honestly, from me. And then we moved on to the next station, which I was super, super happy about. Like I said, like, I ran track, so when we got to, like, the track, and they had it, like, set up, you know, I want to say it was maybe, like, 20 yards, 10 yards, and I was like, oh, this is it, like, this is my mommy moment, I get to see my genetics come into play, <laughs> I get to see my genetics come into play, I'm just so happy, this is just going to be so wonderful, and Cubs loves to run, like, I've talked in other episodes, like, he loves to just take off running, whether we're in Walmart, anywhere. Like, that's, like, his thing. And then he got these really cool black light-up sketchers that are pretty sturdy. Like, they have, like, a pretty decent-sized weight to them. Um, and he calls them his go-fast shoes, right? I kid you not. He puts these shoes on, and you say bolt every day. Like, he's super fast, and I feel like I have to put on my little um, running shoes just to be on guard, just in case he decides to take off, then I can tap back into my previous track days. Um, so they had the the set, they had the running track um, portion all set up, right, ready to go. They had different kids on the lanes. They um, and then you know we would do the countdown and the kids would take off running, right? And I was like, oh, but this is gonna be so cool. This is gonna be so awesome. I was there sitting next to him, you know, like I had my parents, like filming, which you'll see <laughs> in the video. And so as they're like filming and stuff, we're super excited and they do the countdown right. And I'm expecting Cubby to do what he normally does when we're out and about at the most unexpected times, right? I'm expecting him to take off, be like fast as lightning, right? No. <laughs> structured for me this is not the kind of running that I enjoy right and um all the other kids take off and I'm like trying to encourage him I'm like Kobe, come on we gotta run we gotta get to the other side like Mimi my mom um his grandmother is on the other side let's run let's run let's run and um you know eventually he kind of like trots his way on down but I was like but really this this is the the thing that I thought we had been prepping for, your natural abilities are about to shine, and the structure just got to him. He didn't like it to be that way. He was, like, really doing stuff under this Um, And so he had um, other, like, friends there, too, who were doing it. And I think it was something about the structure, like, structured running that they just were not initially a fan of. But I think over time, as we participate in Special Olympics more, or the Junior Special Olympics more, it'll become so natural, and that'll be a skill and a structure that he's used to 
to where when he sees lanes on a track, he's ready to go. He's got his go fast shoes on. They do the countdown. He's ready to take off, right? Again, that, that's coming. I feel so confident that that's coming. Um, and then they had another section where it was called, like, Turbo Javelin. I could definitely be mixing up words, but I, I feel very 70% sure that's what it was called. And... Um, so they had three different things. They had like pool noodles, like kids could like launch and practice their throwing. They had tennis balls. I want to say like bean bags. And so, <laughs> yes, not interested. And I think that's just because we've had a rule since he was little: don't throw things in the house, right? Like we don't throw. And having such settled rules like that. Um, you can't really control how they're translated, right? To where when I now, like, ask him or try to encourage him to throw, he's going back and thinking, oh, well, for the past, like, four years, you told me not to throw. Like, you're not going to trick me. I'm not going to throw anything. Um, but it was really cool to see that he was so interested in watching his friends and the other, um, the other kiddos throw and use their different skills, right? To where... Um, Cubby became fascinated with them being bag tossed. And like, again, the, the tossing, the throwing concept is still something that we're working on in PT as well. But it had numbers, which you know is Cubby's jam. Anything with numbers is his thing. So it had the 100, 100, 50, 40, 30, and then like 10s and 20 at the bottom or something like that. And he was completely interested in the numbers, but he he definitely did a modified version. He, like, tossed each, like, beanbag in the respective um, increments. And then he would look back at me, and, of course, I'm his biggest fan. I'm going to clap for him always, regardless. Um, and, like, okay, so let me backtrack to the beginning, right? Um, Cubby has never really ridden a school bus, but, you know... With him, this these final couple of weeks of school, they've been having cool stuff like um, field trips and things like that where he's had the opportunity to ride the school bus, which he loves, right? The wheels on the bus go round and round. It, it's like coming into fruition for him, and he just loves that concept. And so we were waiting. We got there at, like, I want to say, like, 8. Well, I was there at, like, 8.15 just because I wanted to be there. I wanted to be on time. I didn't want to miss anything. Um, I definitely did not pack everything I probably should have, but it's our first year, right? You don't know what you don't know. Next time I'm bringing chairs, I'm bringing a cooler, a visor, one of those little misty fans, <laughs> sunscreen, extra snacks for me, all the water, all the things, right? I'm going to have a wagon full of stuff next time. But this time I just had like some water, some little change of clothes and stuff for Cam, and a little backpack. Well, so, um... We're waiting for their school bus to come, and I had the, the privilege to see them set up for Junior Special Olympics, right? So cool. They had, like, high school students come, like, some middle school students. There were so many people who were volunteers and so kind and so just willing to um, welcome us into this space, right? Willing to explain what it looks like, you know, how this benefits the child, um, what we can do as parents to be a support system, just so cool. I was, like, so overwhelmed 
They had cheerleaders come with their pom-poms. They had um, the mascot. I think the mascot that was at this one was an eagle. And it was just so awesome. They had, like, the drum line there from the band. And they had signs for all the instructions. It was just cool. So they do, like, um, every time students would get off of the bus, they would cheer for them. And it was, like, a huge thing, right, where I found myself kind of, like, shooken. Um, I was like, the ground is like moving. I was like, Texas doesn't have earthquakes. Like, what's going on? Um, but that's just how big of a rumble and a noise and just like emotion um, that happened every time these students stepped off the bus. And so my parents showed up, which was like really, really awesome. They're Cubby's biggest fans as well. And we see his school bus and like, me and Cubby have, like, a spidey sense for each other. I don't care where he is in a crowd. I can spot him out, and he can spot me. It's, like, it's, like, a thing. Um, so with that, I spotted Cubby, like, on the bus, right? And he was so excited, smiling. And I was, like, I wonder if he's going to recognize me, right? And so you'll see in this clip where Cubby is, like, getting off the school bus, and he decides to hop into a wagon with one of his classmates, and so, as they're going in, like, Cubby gets overwhelmed with, like, loud noises. Um, still, like, when we sing happy birthday, I remember his first birthday, he would, like, cover his ears. And, like, muffle the sound and he cried, right? So then I was like, we're not singing happy birthday. We're going to wait. That's something we're just going to put on the back burner. We're just going to say one, two, three, happy birthday and, like, call it a day. Um, so loud noises still get to him, and this being our first radio, I didn't think to bring headphones for him. Um, and so, like, as they're cheering for him, and he's going through, like, this wave of, this wave of excitement, he does have his hands over his ears. And I was like, oh, well, maybe it'll be okay, right? Like, this is a big open space. Um, they're not gonna be, like, yelling and screaming all day long. I'm sure that they accommodate and are mindful of other people and their sensory needs as well. And so then it became time to like sing the national anthem, sing um, the Texas anthem, and then to um, say the Special Olympics pledge, which I cannot repeat it because I don't remember it. I just remember hearing the words and just feeling just... I love that. It said something to the effect of, um, I don't have to win, but I'll try my best or some, something like that to where it's just like trying your best and having fun. And I love that concept because you still have that competitive nature, but it's not all about winning and being perfect and striving for those things. It's enjoying what you're doing, making those connections, being social and just being a part of a community that's so welcoming with open arms, right? And then um, they did the little parade, which I'm so excited to show you guys. It was just cute. The drum line did a thing, and then the cheerleaders did a thing. It was just super, super cute. Huge fan of it. Um, I felt like I was sitting in an Olympic arena, like... Like, I had always envisioned, right? It, it gave me those kind of goosebumps. And I was like, man, this is, like, such a privilege. I don't take this for granted that we're able to do this and that Covey was able to be a part of this at, at a very young age at that.
So I I highly, highly recommend because we were so wrapped up in Cubby and everything that he was doing, we did not get a chance to see the bigger kids. So I think it's like eight through eighteen maybe. Um, they do something um a little bit more structured, right? Like more specific Olympic um games or tasks or events than the fundamentals, right? Because like I said, the fundamentals is just that. It's the basics to really hone in on certain skills so that when it when you do get to the point where you can cross over into the bigger kid arena, you will already have a good foundation to start from. Um, and then we got cute little matching shirts. It's like these cute little yellow shirts um, that you'll kind of see glimpses of in the picture, but it had like a um a torch lighting uh, a torch that was already lit lighting another torch and it had like special olympics on it it was so cute i was so happy to wear it we wore it for the rest of the day and then um it became lunchtime right and cubs is sitting there with his friends he looked like somebody should just be feeding him grapes at this point like he was just laid back drinking his juice just so unbothered Right, and then um, my mom, she had umbrellas in her car. We're so grateful for some level of shade. If you have never been to Texas, summertime is not the time I recommend. Like, it, we get roasted out here, for sure. Um, but it was just so great, right? I didn't have any true expectations when we got the opportunity and we were told about this event and meeting so many other parents and them explaining the network of Special Olympics, right? And how there's so many different things that he can be a part of, so many different events that go on throughout the year in different cities, different states, all throughout the U.S. Um, I was just so happy. And I'm sure they have Special Olympics like all over the world at this point. It's just so cool to like to be in this web, to be connected. Um, so if you or your family or you know anyone that's been a part of the Special Olympics, whether it's the juniors, adults, the fundamental side like Cubby's been doing, please reach out to us. We would love to hear your stories. We would love to connect with you guys and just kind of hear about how, how uplifting it's been for you and your family, right? Um, there are times where being a part of this autism journey with Cubby can feel isolating can feel very like it's only me like where where's anyone else who's kind of experiencing this like you know they exist right but it's more so um they feel further away than they truly are at times and so to just kind of come together and to connect and really just see people from all walks of life is just so great that's one of my biggest prayers for cubby is that he is it has an accepting heart and he can just flow in and out of different rooms with different individuals and hear their stories and learn from it and grow from it and just become a very cultured and well-rounded individual right i feel like that's one of my favorite things that my parents ever did for me is um give me the ability to be in different rooms with different people of all walks of life I feel like it's made me comfortable in maybe different settings where I typically wouldn't be comfortable. 
And it's allowed me to kind of break down barriers and break the ice in different groups or whether it's at work or college or different social settings to just, I don't know, just connect on like more than just the surface level, right? Because we all have something in common. It's just about, it's just a matter of time just finding out what that is. And at times that's crazy exciting because you never know what you have in common with the next person. Um... So that's been our super cool thing. I am so glad we got to share this with you guys, right? We slept like a log after that, right? I think it ended at like 11, 11 in the morning for us. I was exhausted. I was wiped out, wiped out. I know the bigger kids were there till like three. I think we were there from like eight. I had been up since like five that morning making a breakfast for champions and stuff, nothing too fancy, just like the little oatmeal he eats, guys. Like, not a real, like, breakfast full out. Um, but that day is coming where Cubby is gonna try new and amazing, awesome foods, and we can't wait for that day either. Um, so we are going to do our kind like Cubby moment and our ray of sunshine. Um, God, we thank you so much for this platform. We thank you that you are keeping everyone under the sound of our voice, everybody connected to them, those from our past, those in our present, and those who we have yet to meet safe from any hurt, harm, or danger, Lord. We thank you that you continue to hear our prayers and you continue to just uplift us. You continue to encourage us. You continue to remind us that your word is final and that everything that you have ordained for our lives is good, pleasing, and perfect according to you. And so we just thank you for that. And we thank you that we don't have to have it all figured out. And we thank you for these awesome surprises that you bring into our lives and the ability um, that we have to share our testimony authentically on this platform. We don't take that for granted. And we just thank you. Um, and we just pray that people have the resources that they need, that they're able to get the rest, Lord, that they are able to drop their pride and let their village know that they need help, God, and that their village is receptive and can help them in the way that they need, Lord. I pray that the love that's given and that's spread out into the world is received in that person's love language, God. And in the mighty name of Jesus, so this prayer. Amen, guys. See you next time.